0: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: It's Monday, June 22nd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. We have shifted into a new phase in the coronavirus pandemic. We're social distancing, washing our hands, wearing face masks, and we're reopening the country. I'll still give you updates on any new information about the virus and vaccine development, but I'll also be focusing on how we're reopening America. There have been over 50,000 coronavirus deaths in U.S. nursing homes. In New York, one of the hardest-hit areas in the country, things got very complicated when Governor Andrew Cuomo in March issued an order stating that if a hospital determined a patient who needed a nursing care home was medically stable, the home had to accept them, even though they had been treated for COVID-19. The reasoning behind the order was that it would open up crucial beds when they thought hospitals would be overwhelmed by coronavirus patients. Joaquin Sapien, reporter at ProPublica, Joins us for how this decision might have contributed to the spread of COVID-19 in New York nursing homes. Thanks for joining us, Joaquin.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Wanted to talk about coronavirus and nursing homes. You know, some of the latest counts that we've seen, there might have been 50,000 people that have died of coronavirus that were at nursing homes throughout the country, and obviously in New York they were especially hard hit. And it seemed to be that there was a lot of failures at the state level, going all the way down to some of the nursing homes themselves. But let's start off at the top. There was an order on March 25th that uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo basically said that if a hospital was uh, ready to discharge someone after being treated for COVID-19 and they were going to be able to go to a nursing home, that you can send them there, despite maybe still being a little contagious or something like that, but they were going to be sent there. And then, as we know, coronavirus just ravaged all these different nursing homes. Joaquin, tell us a little bit about this order and how it affected everything.
0: So we focused on this order, which came out on March 25th. It basically said that nursing homes were, in effect, required to take in people who were positive for COVID-19 or who had not even been tested for COVID-19. And the policy also prevented the nursing homes from requiring a test or from performing their own tests on people who were being discharged from the hospitals. And the idea from the Cuomo administration initially was that it was going to help with hospital capacity. Early on, as you'll recall, when the virus hit, there was a lot of concern about having enough beds, particularly ICU beds, to handle what was sure to be a deluge of patients suffering coronavirus. And as it turned out in a lot of places in New York, particularly in the region that we focused on in our story, the hospitals never quite reached a breaking point or in New York City, they got about as close as you could get to that, but they never became completely overwhelmed And in areas uh, like in upstate New York, they never really came close to having their capacity tested. And so what that meant, at least in the region that we wrote about, was that people were being released from hospitals who had COVID-19 into nursing homes. And as Governor Cuomo has said himself, COVID-19 is like wildfire cutting through dry grass when it's introduced to a nursing home, and that's exactly what has happened in a lot of nursing homes throughout the state. It's difficult to know exactly whether the policy led to this explosion of cases inside of these nursing homes or if people had caught the virus that were working in them and introduced it that way. We'll never really know But when you talk to experts about this, I mean, it's very simple logic. If people with COVID-19 come into a place where everyone is extremely vulnerable to COVID-19, you are going to increase the likelihood of infection and death.
1: Even as we learn more about coronavirus, these long-term exposures, especially people in nursing homes, They're uh, always around each other. Even if you isolate people to their rooms, you can't keep them there all the time. So definitely, it it just kind of common sense seems like it is going to spread there. There was other states also that issued similar orders. Michigan, New Jersey, California did it initially, but then they reversed course on that. So there was a lot of different states that were also doing the same practice. One of the nursing homes that you focused on for your piece was Diamond Hill in the Troy, New York area. Tell us a little bit about what happened there.
0: So we discovered that Diamond Hill had a checkered track record going into coronavirus. Uh, As it turned out, for one thing, it's been penalized many times by the state, found in violation of a variety of, of safety codes and things like that. And there was a woman there a 75-year-old patient who suffered dementia and was found by her family in a really kind of disturbing state where her bed had been essentially covered in urine and feces and she was clearly not being well cared for. And that actually did make some news in February of this year just before the virus hit and I spoke extensively with a nurse who was hired just a few months before that and she described a situation in which there was never enough staff to care for patients who had these really extreme needs ranging from dementia to incontinence to basic mobility. She said that there could be as few as four staff to look after as many as 80 people. So the place was really kind of struggling even before coronavirus hit. And then once it did, there something like 18 residents ultimately died of coronavirus in a facility that has about 120 beds. And we discovered that more than 50 of its 100 or so staffers became infected with the virus. so. There was really not enough in the way of protection or precautionary measures that might prevent people from getting this disease.
1: I think the words that people from there said that it was chaos in the way things that were happening. At the very beginning, they didn't want to tell other staff members that somebody had coronavirus. Then later on, when things were getting really crazy, people were taking time off, obviously, because they were ill. And it seemed like management was trying to get them back in before they had completely recovered, which would only make things worse depending on how close they are working with some of the patients there. So it really did seem like nobody really knew what was going on or or just desperate for more people to help there at the nursing homes.
0: So what happened was the place was short-staffed before coronavirus hit. And then afterward, you had staffers who began to get sick with the virus and were staying home, were staying home out of fear of coming in and getting sick. And some of these workers had been ordered by the county to stay home for a couple of weeks because of their exposure to this virus. And the administration, from what we're told, was offering staffers gift cards to get them to come into work. And because they were so desperate, which seems like a kind of an odd way to entice people to come in and basically risk their lives by offering them something like a Dunkin' Donuts gift card. But those were sort of the desperate straits that the administration was in. And we heard about stories like that from the county because there were people who were out sick who were calling the county and saying they're trying desperately to get me to go back to work, but I'm on quarantine. And so I've been infected with the virus. or I've been tested positive with the virus. So I don't want to go in and spread it around. And so, you know, left these employees with very difficult decisions to make about whether to come in and do their jobs and care for vulnerable people or risk getting sick or exposing themselves, exposing their families. It's just a really difficult situation that this home put its employees in.
1: What has been the overall reaction from the Cuomo administration, who obviously made this order? We have a lot more to look into, but it really does seem like this type of order really didn't help in a lot of the nursing homes in the state. Have they responded to any of this? Have they... Said sorry or
0: so claimed false for it? It's changed a little bit over the last six weeks or so. Initially, they were saying that this was a decision that had to be made in order to ensure capacity inside hospitals. Then it took a different tack and sort of blamed the Trump administration and blamed the CDC and said that they were following CDC guidance. But, you know, we shared some of the CDC guidance with some experts and a lot of people who looked at the CDC guidance and then looked at the New York order didn't really see how those two things connected or how one could influence the other. So right now, the administration is essentially saying we're going to see what the science shows, whether this virus came into nursing homes because of these hospital discharges, which happened after the March 25th order, or if people had gotten sick on their own and somehow brought the virus into the facility. And again, it's going to be really difficult to ever get to the bottom of that. But when you talk to people in this field, the risks are obvious. If you take somebody that's got coronavirus and put them inside of a nursing home, chances are, you know, especially a nursing home that doesn't have solid protections or a way to keep people isolated from one another, it's going to spread. And so that's what we saw happen at Diamond Hill. You know, the other part of what the administration will say is that the guidance said that the nursing homes should only take these kinds of patients if they're capable of handling them, if they're capable of offering them the treatment that they need. But it's not clear who really is in charge of making sure that that home is doing what they're sort of saying that they're capable of. So entirely on the home to say, yeah, we think we can safely quarantine people and isolate people and we have enough PPE to handle this. And you just give that state the assurance and that's it. Or is the state actually coming in and making sure that that's the case? None of that has really been made clear to us yet.
1: Joaquin Sapien, reporter at ProPublica. Thank you very much for joining us.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.
1: I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this is Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio
0: or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See
0: website for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.